catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know heading into this Wednesday morning, November 2nd. I'm Elliot Trito, and this is The Point from WUFT News. Yesterday, about 60 protesters rallied around the heavily secured Emerson Alumni Hall along University Avenue in Gainesville. The protesters wielded signs and paper masks featuring the face of Ben Sass, the newly selected University of Florida president. I spoke with WUFT's Jack Lemnis about the protesters assembled to voice their disapproval of the UF Board of Trustees selection. So Jack, can you tell me what happened? So I was at the protests on October 10th, um, the protests where demonstrators entered the building and uh, disrupted the forum, actually driving SAS out of the building to be escorted away in in a waiting police car. And what I saw today was such a stark contrast in level of, of security and level of, of turnout by the protesters. Hardly anybody, anybody showed up. Um, there was about 60 people, which is, which is significant, but compared to last time was uh, pretty, pretty shocking. And security was just absolutely ramped up. There were barricades around the entire building. There were barricades leading up to the door so that multiple people couldn't uh, crowd around the door at once. There were metal detectors stationed at the doors, and there were signs on all of the the windows and doors that said, no protests inside. So very different vibe. Who did you talk to? I I started talking to event organizers, and I talked to some of the leaders from Young Democratic Socialists of of America and UF College Democrats and and GAU. And uh, they were telling me that the protests were main, mainly supposed to stay outside. Um, no one was no one was planning on going inside. It was mainly just to to demonstrate frustration with the selection process and and kind of try to be heard. And they were they were very upset that such security was being put in place for simply students voicing their opinions. So I also talked to protesters that that showed up, and um, something that I I saw in common with a lot of people is they were just really disheartened. They they really didn't like how all of the control was being almost seemingly taken out of their hands. And uh, I had one person tell me that they were actually really scared that they were leaving UF in a worse place for their siblings when they end up applying to UF. So I, I almost got a sense of, of hopelessness from the crowd. In your article, you mentioned the UF Senate faculty. Why are they relevant to your story? So essentially, the the faculty senate vote was a a public display of disapproval. Um, While that does not directly influence the vote, it does send a message to the board of trustees and and especially the senate faculty chair, Amanda Phelan, that the top officials at at UF and, and top faculty members do not approve of the presidential selection process. And what we learned obviously from the vote today, is that those opinions were not taken into account. Was there anyone who approved of Ben Sass's selection? So a lot of the people um, who voiced their approval of, of Senator Ben Sass um, during either uh, a forum or during the, the trustee meeting, they were very reluctant to talk. Um, I, I'm, I have no uh, evidence as to why, but a lot of the people who, who spoke to me were only willing to speak out against Ben Sass. For this story in particular, um, it's it's funny because um, on October 10th, 
when I was covering the uh, the faculty senate forum with Ben Sass, I was actually just supposed to to cover the the talk, but then the protest ended up being the story. So today on November first, uh, when I was supposed to be covering the uh, the protests outside, and and when those those didn't amount to much, the story ended up being the vote. I, I suppose just having to kind of pivot your coverage and uh, just adapt really quickly to to changing circumstances that was very interesting for me. That was WUFT's Jack Lemness about the protesters who assembled to voice their disapproval of the UF Board of Trustees selection in Ben Sass. Now, let's catch up with the latest stories from around the Sunshine State. At the Broward County Courthouse on Tuesday, victims of the shooting at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School and family members of those who were murdered could speak directly to the gunman. He massacred their loved ones on February 14, 2018, unbounded by the structures of a jury trial. According to WLRN's Kate Payne, some victims took the opportunity not only to rage against the shooter, but against the judicial system, arguing that the courts failed them because the gunman would not be punished to the fullest extent of the law. The shooter's defense team argued that mitigating factors in his life outweighed what prosecutors said was the premeditated, calculated, and especially heinous nature of the crimes. A woman was nearly turned away from visiting her loved one in a Florida prison due to her disability. She's now calling for change and pushing the Florida Department of Corrections for accountability. According to WFTS's Kylie McIrvin, Denise Swisher walked into a metal detector that caused a beeping sound. What caused that beeping sound was her prosthetic leg. Swisher says she offered to sit in a chair and take off her leg, but the corrections officer denied her. Later, another corrections officer saw what happened, vouched for her, and she let her enter the facility. Department of Corrections says the incident was quote-unquote resolved by the warden to ensure it was handled appropriately in the future. Advocacy Group says the nation's disaster response system isn't ready as climate change leads to more extreme calamities. According to WMFE's Amy Green, the findings come in a report produced by advocacy groups representing storm survivors from New Jersey to Texas, including Florida. It says communities struggle years after hurricanes like Irma in 2017. The report says the most vulnerable communities often are the hardest hit. It says disaster funding needs to be distributed faster and more equitably. Denise Diaz of Central Florida Jobs with Justice says rebuilding shouldn't mean putting things back the way they were. She says communities need to be more resilient for future storms. And finally, Gainesville will host the Florida Artist Blacksmith Association Conference. The conference will be held at the Best Western Gateway Grand Hotel and Conference Center from November 4th to the 6th. There will be classes and demonstrations throughout the day, with special events taking place in the evening. Registration for all-day passes, special events, and classes can be found online. Subscribe to the Point Newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox every Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Visit WUFT.org for more information. I'm Elliot Trito, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida. Have a great Wednesday.